dear listeners, it is I, DJ Starsage, coming to you from the Radio Flyer. The Radio Flyer, you ask? Well, yes, that is the name that we have christened, Honk, our rental. Rental? Yes, we are on a weekend sci-fi getaway. And we are on our way back. Yes, you missed the way too. Sorry. We're coming back from Baltimore, or at least the Northerns. And uh, while you're in store for another installment of Surely You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. And today I have with me my co-host, my partner in crime, Mr. Toby Smelly. Say hello. How do? How do? And uh, riding in the uh, the mother-in-law seat, we have Bestie Tommy from the Great White North. Greetings, Earthlings. So we have just been to Farpoint, the Mid-Atlantic sci-fi extravaganza. And we were entertained by the likes of Miss uh, Claire Finn, the doctor of the Orville, as played by Miss Penny Johnson Gerald. Also Mary Chipo, the Klingon Chancellor Laurel from Star Trek Discovery, and Mr. Anthony Montgomery, Travis Mayweather from Star Trek Enterprise. A very handsome man. Ah, yes, he is uh, a few years older, and sadly I will admit that uh, Mr. Montgomery is not too far off from my own age, so I feel a little aged just seeing him. Well, does that mean he looked old to you? What does that mean? Um, it's like looking in the mirror and that I'm like, wait, when I watched this show, he and I were almost the same age. Wait, I'm his age? No, I'm not that old. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, you know, it makes you conscious of the years that have passed. But, uh, you know, uh, we, we heard a few things over the weekend, and that's what we're going to talk about. So... I'm sharing the microphone today, and I'll get back to my thoughts momentarily, but let's start things off. Uh, Toppy, what would you say were your highlights of the weekend? Food, um, and then there was food, and then there was, okay, oh, you mean the convention. Um, (laughs) uh, well, the guests, you know, were delightful. And uh, we, we stood in line to get signatures, so I got, like, right up in their face and uh, saw them close up, uh, which is cool. And by the way, that lady, now, tell me, tell us her name again, that plays the, uh, the, the Klingon high uppity uppity female, what was her name? Oh, Mary Chifo. Anyways, she has all this makeup on when she's doing a role on TV. But the funny thing is, I recognized her immediately when I saw her face. Um, and what does that mean? I'm not sure, except it's a great makeup job. And her, her face, facial char- characteristics came through. Um, at least that's my opinion. Tommy, do you agree with that assessment? Yeah, she's also like six feet tall. She's also like six feet tall. Oh, and the... Uh, the actress who played on Deep Space Nine, her name? Oh, yeah, she was also, she's more recently on the Oroville, but um, Penny Johnson Gerald played Cassidy Yates, who was Captain Sisko's wife later on in the series. 
Well, she's um, was really cute because apparently her parents live in the area that this convention was in, and so you know, obviously she she may have chosen to come to this convention realizing, oh, I can see my parents, and uh, obviously she did. But she brought her parents along, which I thought was her mother and father and her dog. Uh, which I just thought was uh, cute as the Dickens, and they were sitting right there with her when we had her sign an autograph. Her parents were right behind her. And that was just the most charming little moment because here we were standing in line to get Penny's autograph, and she had just come from the ballroom where she was talking to her fans, and she was uh, bringing her dog along, and she spoke aloud to the crowd. She says, Everybody say hello to Shadow. Yeah, and it was a, a small dog that you could kick, but it, it was it was a nice <laughs> dog, nonetheless. Um, so highlights that, that you know the guests were great, and my highlight always when it comes to Farpoint is that I get to see the ever mysterious Cronehaven and her traveling companion B, and we did, and so that's always. And um, let's see what else. Uh, well, it was just great to travel with uh, DJ and Tommy, and um, and uh, very enjoyable time. And we did get to uh, have some some very tasty food. And I can't get over last. Oh, we should talk about this. Good heavens! Um, we met up with uh, some listeners of DJ's other podcast. I am also on Matinee Minutia. You may have heard DJ talk about that once or twice on this show. Uh, uh, we met up with some uh, folks that have uh, listened and been in the chat room because that's a live show. Oh, yes, we met up with Aunt Tudor, a.k.a. Rick, and his husband, Sam. Yeah, and uh, we got to meet them in person and put a face to their voices or actually... Uh, typing chats. <laughs> We've never actually even heard their voices. Anyways, they are regulars at Matinee Minutian when we do it live in the Matinee Minutian chat room, which is an experience you should try to duplicate. Um, Tommy can tell you that it's fun because Tommy's there every time we record. Right, Tommy? Try to be. He tries to be. I don't think he's missed one, to be honest. <laughs> Anyways, Aunt Tudor and his hubby. I, as far as I know, didn't you got the impression both of them are listening, right? I did, and uh, we were talking about some of the programs that we have covered on Matt Name Minutia recently, like Scarlet, our Valentine's Day episode, and uh, they, they were carrying on because we were discussing some of the trivia, like how Timothy Dalton was in both Scarlet as well as Flash Gord that we just discussed at Farpoint. Enough about that, DJ. I wanted to talk about the damn restaurant we ate at. Oh, that was so quirky. Uh, it was the Paper Moon, and it was a diner, a real diner, uh, that had a menu 10 miles long, and breakfast all day, um, and, uh, you know, meatloaf and mashed potatoes and gravy. Anyways, the food was good, but uh, the unusual thing about this place is the, is the decor, both exterior and interior. 
Um, all I can say is dead babies everywhere. No, that is not an accurate description. What I really mean by dead babies are dolls. Uh, it's filled with found objects, kitsch, uh, many of which are uh, dolls uh, that uh, all seem to have no clothing. But anyways, uh, it's really hard to describe or imagine, but these, uh, it's imaginatively, playfully, whimsically, with loving detail, and I do mean detail, decorated with kitschy objects such as Pez dispensers, mannequins, dolls. I, I can't even describe the... Uh, Lots of silverware, lots of oddities. Everywhere you look, there's something to see that's unusual. And the more you look, the more you realize there's things within things to see. And so all I can say is whoever is the brains behind the decor of this place, they're a very highly creative person. And the interior is, is a whimsical wonderland of which, the like of which I've never seen before. Anyways, thank you. Uh, uh, boys, uh, for taking us to that diner because uh, I'll never, I'll never forget the place. And if I ever get uh, a million kabillion dollars, um, I'm gonna steal the idea of that diner and make one myself. The end. <laughs> All right. Uh, the convention. <clears throat> I'll just. The last thing I'll say, DJ, is we did a presentation together for matinee minutia. And I noticed they paid far more attention. The organizers of the convention paid far more attention than any previous year to make sure that we had what we needed, that the sound was good, that if we needed help, I'm the person to call, that sort of thing. So that I was impressed by that change. Yeah, they they seem uh, you know well uh, skilled, and they had. You know, a gifted staff, and not only did we have, yeah, they they seemed uh, pretty well staffed. You know, with the audio and visual stuff, and uh, in years past, it seemed like uh, it was a luck of the draw on whether or not you got a working microphone. But I think I counted, I think I counted multiple working microphones at our table. <laughs> So on the note of that restaurant, just to finish a point, I mean, where else can you see a kitty cat? Um, now, this was like a knick-knack, but there was a kitty cat who was resting comfortably next to the dessert display right by the cheesecake. I mean, that's the first impression you get as you come in is that they have a kitty cat in with the desserts. I mean, guarding it probably, I'd say. And you don't mean a real kitty cat. Oh no, it was a, it was a knick-knack. It was probably porcelain or something, but it was just very cute. It was like it was their, you know, their store pet. It was there to greet folks as it came in and you got to see all the pies and cakes and things that they had there in the little spinny display. Yes, it was all very done with great care, love, and creativity. And, uh, and someone who collected a lot of S. <laughs> so yeah, we, we did a panel at Varpoint, and we met up with our dear sweet friend who also does cosplay and drag, Miss Demanda Martini, 
host of Eleanor's New Deal. It's a cabaret uh, venue in Maryland. And uh, Jamanda was also a guest of ours in Matinee Minutia last fall when we discussed the 90s film with Alicia Silverstone, Clueless. And, um, you know, you might want to stay tuned because Jamanda might be dropping by the theater again for visit sometime near in the future. But we had a fun time and her outfits were something to behold. Do you remember what you saw her in as we first got to the hotel, Toppy? Uh, well, uh, I believe I saw her from behind, which is a sight. Um, and I did not, re- I thought she was Firestar, but she told us later she was Dr. Um, Moi- Moira, Moira Mc- something? McTaggart from the X-Men. Yes, because I, I saw the yellow and I just thought that had to be some sort of X-Men character, but Toffee corrected me and told me who it was. Well, she is an X-Men character, Moira McTaggart, so she was an X-Men character. Um, then, uh, the next day she was Nebula. Um, which you would know if you were watching Marvel's uh, something of the universe. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's not universe, folks. Galaxy. Get it right. Um, and uh, Nebula was in um, that, and uh, also she actually had a major part in uh, the Thanos story, the ending of the Avengers. Um. Then today we saw her again, and uh, by golly, who, who was she, DJ? I, I'm trying to. She was another X Men. Oh, she was uh, Phoenix. Phoenix, of which course. was um. Oh, what's her name? Jean uh, Grey. Jean Grey's character when she transitioned. I don't know how DJ remembers all this stuff. <laughs> I'm the one that reads comic books. I knew it was Jean Grey. But, uh, I he, had a little help from Tommy, who reminded me in the elevator when we saw her. I see. Now, um, it turns out that uh, at these conventions, a lot of people uh, who are very creative do costumes. Um, and uh, she was not the only blue person. In fact, our own Tommy here... Uh, was also a blue person. Would you like to describe what you did? Tommy! Oh, well, a Star Trek alien called Andorians. They're notable for their blue skin and their blue antennas and their white hair. And that's what I chose to do as a costume this year. And I think it worked out fairly well. I, I saw it up close and it was very nice. And you'll remember them because they were not only in Star Trek, the original series, they were seen throughout, and most famously, in my opinion, in Enterprise, there was a great character that reoccurred throughout the entire series. And uh, do you remember the name of that character, Tommy? Do I remember what? The name of the character in Enterprise? Shran. 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 There you go, folks. Played by Jeffrey Coombs, who is a character actor who has played several roles in Star Trek Universe, including Wayun, who is kind of a slimy worm type uh, henchman in Deep Space Nine. And um, he also played 
a Ferengi once or twice named Brunt, who worked for the Ferengi equivalent to the IRS. <coughs> Folks, are you getting a heavy nerd vibe uh, from this particular episode of this podcast? Uh, not quite a jetty. No, it's a, a jester from the other planet. No, it's the shy jester. What's your stupid... Oh, name? surely you jest. Surely you jest. I knew that all along. <laughs> uh, I've said far too much. It's time for other people to talk. Okay, so folks, uh, we had a weekend full of fun that sh- we shall be talking about for much time to come, and it's all really a warm-up act, if you will, because, uh, well, this is the fourth time that we've dragged, no, kidnapped, no, um, we've brought along Toppy to our goings in the south, and, well, we're hoping that we've brainwashed, no, talked him into, yeah, that's the word, talked him into going with us this summer on another adventure to a slightly bigger sister convention, calling itself Shore Leave, and uh, there's a boatload of folks that'll be in that. Yes, I like that word, boatload. It sounds like a Sunday dish. Um, and uh, one of the stars that'll be there is Gates McFadden, who played the Doctor on Star Trek The Next Generation, Brent Spiner, who played Data, as well as uh, Alex Kingston from Doctor Who, who played his companion slash lover slash wife, River Song, and, well, we're giving Toppy a crash course on Doctor Who, so Paul of The Shy Life, uh, you know, uh, stay tuned and uh, please pass us those crib notes. So, folks, uh, hopefully you've had a chance to enjoy some time with loved ones, You've been able to get together with friends. I know I did a version of that this weekend. And as always, I uh, have had a terrific time with my nerd family reunion. And uh, if you will, look for the pictures from our adventure on Instagram. You can find that at instagram.com slash djstarsage. And I have it on good authority that Mr. Toppy Smelly maybe dipping his toes in the water of the photography world soon. No, he's not going to be doing landscapes or still lifes, but he may be sharing some of his adventures vis-a-vis his smart device, so you'll have to stay tuned for that, and uh, we'll let you know how you can find him once he's more thoroughly moved into that realm, so... Alrighty, folks, as always, you can tweet me on Twitter at DJ Starsage, and you can email me, djstarsage at gmail.com. Stay tuned for the forthcoming adventures of the Smellcast, where most assuredly Toppy is going to want to tell you more about the fun he's had. That's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye bye. <laughs>